Log Talk Radio. Hey, you're watching and listening to Ultra Life while Kathy Keith Thompson plays with her chakra, uh, <laughs> chakras on the wall there. Oh, you can see in mind. You can still see You got me on. There, there we are. Hi. So we have such a great response from our last show, Tips and Tricks uh, about aging. Tips and Tricks about aging. That we decided another show. Actually, Kathy decided. She asked me to show up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're having a second show about that. And we are sharing a few more things, part two, about what you can do. Um, before we start that, could you share a little bit about your experience and your history so people are familiar with or not haven't heard or watched your movie? For example, like, what do you mean? What, what history of what? Um, well, just what you do. Nutrition yeah, is, okay. So, yeah. Well, experience. Like, all right. Yeah, and I, I'm interested in this because I've studied nutrition for a lot of years. Um, I'm one of those people who, as I was going through the process of raising children, is when I really noticed it most. That, I, you know, there were just things I was trying so hard to be feed these kids healthy and take care of them, and I, I was kind of feeling worse all the time. And I went to a, a nutritionist that does holistic healthcare too, and she helped me see what, you know, like wheat was doing to my body. I was highly allergic to wheat, and the doctors, of course, weren't finding that. And I got to help me with this stuff. How long ago was this? I probably started going to her 20 years ago. 20 years ago? And my, um, I had a daughter who always had strep throat, and I noticed that, you know, the more antibiotics, I gave her the tip that she was getting, so I learned how to get her better from strep throat without giving her antibiotics. And I would literally go to the doctor, and he'd do the throat culture, and I'd say, okay, you can give me the prescription, but I'm going to try what I can first. And then I'd go back, and he'd see that she was better, and he would get out his notebook and talk to me right now. But I did mm. to get her better. And now, um, know, just a lot of things that made me feel so much better. So I love to share it because I like to help, help other people feel better. So you help people with nutrition and massage therapy and yoga and yoga. All body health stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you do that for people, the whole thing, the whole package? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So that is my very favorite thing. I do a two-hour session with I love them to come and talk about what's going on. They have a new program to help them see what it is that they might be really looking for. Then um, they work on them and see more about their body and their mind and their spirit. Fell in love with yoga because it addresses all of them. I own a uh, a little bit about me. Yeah, talk about you. I do I have a natural supplement company called one of our products is Accelerator. Gives you energy, burns fat, it's all natural. 
and uh, we've been in business for a few years with about 300 locations. And I also do health coaching and marketing consulting for people with their health goals. Trying to start doing this podcast to get the word out to more people, help people uh, be more healthy, and also let people know hey, um, you know, there's other viewpoints and things that are useful. So today we're talking about aging and part two. Uh, part two. To we did our last, uh, last the last episode last week about that, and we want to share with you some things. And one of the things that Kathy, sorry, brother, one of the things that Kathy was talking about. Oh, taking care of yourself, doing things to take care of yourself is. I'm not sure why she brought that up. I know that my experience is doing it, taking care of others, taking care of me, taking care of When you share with us. Yeah, like when I, when I, I used to teach aerobics and when I was a young mother and had a dance company. Um, I taught dance teams for adults too. And one of the things that I noticed that young mothers would come and they'd feel guilty that they were taking this time for themselves. And so one of the things that I would talk to them about is that if you don't take care of yourself, it's kind of like coming down in the airplane, you have to put it on yourself first and you can a child mm-hmm. and somebody else can use it. It's the same formula. So if you don't take care of yourself, then it's hard for you to take care of others and I mean, just to show up in life. So I would talk through the process of how to let go of that, like I don't have time for me. And, you know, we're all guilty of it. I have a lot of people that say that. Because um, I'm at the point now where I'm actually taking care of my, my mother a lot. My father passed away 13 years ago now. And she's a little trooper, been alone and done a lot of life on her own. And now she's declining a lot. And my mother. And, it's, and it is very um, stages. At first, it was depressing to me because she's been. Fire. Then I realized that she's going through the natural process. When my dad um, was going through the process of leaving the planet, he would say all the time, jokingly, he'd say, "Old age ain't for sissies." This is tough. <laughs> and then, and then he would say, "Nobody gets out of here alive." So, you know, here's what we're going to do, and it's really true. So I, I've taken on a lot more optimistic attitude about it, and. It's almost like I could hear my dad's voice say to me a while ago when I was particularly having a hard time with my mom. Now, her memory is pretty much gone. He, he reminded me that the little girl was still in there. Just take care of the little girl. That the older woman, the mother that I raised me, it's not the same person anymore. So I have to have a lot more patience. But when I think of it, that you know, we just go through these different cycles and processes, and to not label it that oh, you know, we very thought of it. And I, I'm trying to find a more joyful way to do it. And as we were just talking, number one is that when I take care of myself, and I notice that I have the time, energy, 
optimistic attitude. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I've noticed uh, about taking care of myself. Sometimes I just kind of skip it until I'll see it. But I've also learned that this is the and even if you're not you can be in compassion for yourself too. You know, like, yeah. like, Dad, I can't get into this right now. I'm going to work. A lot of times, it doesn't or something, right? But you have to like adjust and not have old stories that you're being a butt or selfish or all the other things you could do because you're in it and you can see, you know, actually I'm being really great. There's no reason for us to be quiet. But taking care of yourself and keeping your peace of mind is huge because then you're able to do a lot more of it. So taking care of Eating well, um, exercising. I'm big on maybe 800 videos of the show because actually I'm talking about exercise. Getting up, no matter how you feel. My main thing is doing things no matter how you feel. Probably the biggest thing that stops with exercise. Now, seeing experience age, seeing how I hold them. I'm worried I'm going to turn 80 tomorrow. Oh, I better take care of myself. You know, I'm really present. I'm really present to it now, even more. Even more so. Still do things that make me not the best thing for you. It seems like I'm going to go. And taking care of yourself is the biggest thing. Mindset and your um, so the other thing you want to talk about is ideas how to deal Yeah. What did you mean by that? Well, because like you were just saying, or that I was saying. Just so you guys know, a lot of times I'm looking over here at my laptop to keep the track of the time. There's a clock here at the little studio. Even show you. It's the studio. You're the show. So it might look like I'm not, I'm distracted, not paying attention. I really, I am distracted, <laughs> paying attention. <laughs> so I'm paying attention to what's going on over the So go ahead. And you How do you enjoy the process? Yeah, of course I'm doing I know. Well, when I was listening to what you were saying, I Adam and I have known each other for a long time, and I remember one of the first times that he called me, around Karen and noticing you know, it was hard and he had to take care of me. And to see the progress that you well, I don't know to say that, but you've accomplished you made in that time. Because, you know, life is an experiential training. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just like, you know, it's like I remember the first time I had a child and holding this baby in my arms and I thought I knew how to but you do. You have this Make knowing of what you're going to do, but I knew that I was involved, and that I had to learn a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And we do that with every stage of life. Then all of a sudden she's walking. I got to teach her that. The next stage, the next stage. When you buy a new house, you have to know what you're going to do with that. You're going to sell a car. Every theme of life has a way that you need to live into it. Resistance. It's the resistance. It's hard on us. It ages up. When we're and when when we're too severe with ourselves, then that's when makes you tired and angry, frustrated, all of this. Been there, done that. I'm very, very fortunate. I'm one of five children. Our mother of ours, nurses, and they are really shocked how lucky she is. And she'll say to me, Now, are you going to stay with me today? Are you taking care of me? And when I say that, I am, she goes, Oh, I'm so spoiled, aren't I? And I said, Yes, you are. You're so spoiled. And she said, Well, I must have been a good mother. And she just (laughs) acknowledges the good things. And I love it because she was a great mother. And and I, you know, there's karma in all of this. Oh, I feel like pain. I'm pain. I don't feel balanced. Oh, I wish I didn't do that to my parents. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry if I knew. I wouldn't have done it. It's a double. <laughs> I've been lucky. I've been saying I must be pain. <laughs> it is. It's just such a, and, it is, and, and just to back up a little bit, news of this planet is that the greatest percent of people in the United States, maybe on the whole planet right now, are people that are in the aging process, like mm-hmm. older than, you know, we've got, I don't know, it's more than 50%. More than 50%. So a lot of people, like my my cute, I have one brother that, second brother, he said, man, I just want to go put all my money down into a really fun place. To retire so that there's golf and swimming and camping and fishing and all this fun stuff and all of my friends. I want everybody to be there. And we all need to start looking at how are we going to do this process because nobody gets out of here alive and we are in that process of aging. How can we make it so that we have wonderful places to be and that we don't take this money? I mean, there's a lot of statistics of how poorly Aging parents, care centers, rest homes, etc. And I can see, you know, when they don't have a good memory. The thing that I noticed about my mom with her memory status is that she knows how we or how we treat her. And, you know, like when I'm talking to her to get in the shower on a shower day or whatever, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to have a shower. I'm going to get cold. I just don't want to do it. And one time, you know, you hear a whisper. And I thought, and I giggled. I say, I say that. Uh, yeah. And I, and then we giggled because why not? And I agree with her. Yep, I am. And you just start to get to the point. I think it's the agreeing with what's going on. You made all the difference. The giggling about it. The, isn't this crazy? Wow, this is just crazy life. And it's about it. difficulty. But if I don't take time for myself, then I lose it. And, you know, I have some children that I like to spend time with, and their kids, and friends, and my job, and all of those things. You feel like you 
spread really thin. So part of the, the conversation today is how can we, each one of us, you know, there's that saying, it takes a village. The Indians said that. Raise a child. They didn't do huh? they I, don't, I, I don't want to be shot. I sometimes, no, no, that's all right. I sometimes wonder if Indian Boston is here we are. I mean, I remember Indian, someone, you yeah, know, I don't know the story. That's a good one. There was some karmic thing. Why, why are we here? Because if we look at how we're treating each other, that's what happens. That's the ultimate. Oh, yeah. The here crash we are. We're still being, we're still our But we're still bombing people, blowing uh-huh. up people, shooting uh-huh. people. Uh-huh. We still do all that. We just have better ways of doing it. We are more compassionate. When you think about it, we do send aid yeah. across the yeah, world. We do things that we didn't, didn't yeah, do. You can quit and help some starving people. Anyway, so the population, I'm looking at that, uh, had 24, in 2014, people aged 65 and over made up one seventeen of the population. So 14.5% of the population in America, according to Wikipedia, is uh, over the age of 65. Only 14? 14.5. No, when you look at that, when you look at that, how many people are So the population of Americans is 350 million, 20 percent is 70 million, 50 million people. That's quick math. Quick, quick math. Not exact, but I'd say roughly 50, 55 million. And just knowing that you know, the baby boomers and you know, you, you can get into that whole conversation of. Adam and I were talking about that earlier of baby boomers and millennial children, all the different things that are going on, and wondering how um, are we going to progress so that we all are taking care of each other. That's why I even mentioned that it takes a village to to take care of each other. I want to help take care of you. I want you to help take care of me. You know, if you call me and say. What am I going to do about this? Because I've already been through it. I want to be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. And and all of you that are listening, you all you, people have experiences that they can share. We don't all have well, to have the same experience. True, yeah. But you have to remember so something too. Work. Again, I'm in no offense because a lot of people are talking at all. Mm-hmm. Not many people will show up. You're different. I'm different. I'm not saying anything bad about people. I'm saying a lot of there's a lot of, you know, when I wake up this morning, I'm like, crap, I have all these things to do, I'm stressed, um, I think about stuff. But not only do I have that, I have things to manage for yeah, whatever is going to come up for them. So, um, there's that. Um, my suggestion would be don't be so self involved in people. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's easy to get wrapped up in the world. 
So how nutrition, sleep, exercise, and staying connected to the source? Well, we talked about that. Yeah, we did too. Because last time we talked about uh, some nutrition things that we mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I need to have all the with the nutrition thing, just in addition to last week, I was thinking about this a lot, that um, when we, well, I had a friend stay with me this week, just for a couple of days, and I noticed, well, two different things happened last week. One friend who just had surgery that I've been helping um, is very aware of everything that goes into his body. And then another friend that and I noticed that now the one friend is combating not only, um, you know, kind of the depression that comes in and the weight gain that comes with that, a lot of time and energy into doing that. And I thought, you know, in the world of balance, when we, like with the exercise thing, we can exercise too much. That could be a problem. Or we could exercise not enough. You exercise how can you exercise too much? Sure. The body builders would say, no, no. If I exercise four hours a day. Yeah, I'm just I, curious. Okay, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. Well, yeah, that might be fine. Yeah, you can go ahead. No, just really quick, because I talked about my brother-in-law that's a chiropractor that talked about oxygen being one of the most important things that he does with his clients is when he oxygenates you need to survive. Beyond that, when you do it correctly and add to it. He was a bodybuilder when he was young. He would win all these awards just naturally amazing. But every time we'd go to a family party or something, there he went. He had to go to the gym. He'd be gone and he'd get the gym working down. He thought it was more important than his family. And I remember the day when the day came to go to the gym on his so his clients can come work out. He tells them that's number one. That's the number one most important thing you do is to exercise every day. It gives you the endorphins. It gives you, the, it gives you more energy. Well. I've seen a lot of people in conflict with that. I can't go for a walk. Man, I'm going to be so tired. They don't realize. They're old, first thing. Yeah. Maybe even every time. The stamina. Right. Even yeah. if you're eating. You should eat, you should eat well. So your body will do things to itself. Even if so when you were when you exercise really hard like you do you carry the weight and everything, what what do you notice about your energy high and low? So well for me the biggest thing is because I when I've had my I've only been doing fifty people at home. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna Pop up to 100 again. Um, I feel confident, feel strong. People run into me and I'm like, see, they bounce off, they look at me. But sometimes you run into me, guys will have their testosterone and they want to bump somebody in an hour and they make you move. And they'll bump me. 
they bounce. They're confused. So I didn't push them back. I just took them. So you have strength. You also have strength to call upon something. Something's up. You know, that's the biggest thing. Or dancing all night. Or or stamina in bed. You know, I mean, the stamina shows up everywhere. But when you're pushing your body, you know, I worked my way up. I was, I was using 25 I couldn't get on the squat machine. I built start jumping My friends like, you might not want to use that because you fall. So yeah, so I started putting sandbags in. But sandbags are 40, 50 pounds, so I had to But enough of that. It increased my stamina a lot. So tell us a little bit about what you do to wrap up. A minute and a half. What do I do? Yeah. What do you do again? And how could you help uh, people who are looking for coaching? I would love to do. If anybody's um, interested, just send me a message because I really, one of the things that I've worked on is helping people find the balance of too much and not enough. And finding where they feel really good, where they're at, their weight, their energy level, their sleep habits. Because I help people understand their hormones. The hormones wake you up, they energy and all of that. So I help people with that. And um, and then I do, we talk about staying connected to source because we're not in this alone. And I, I love people to see that we are we just have created on this planet when we speak into it going on all around the world, the highs and the lows. When we look at it as a beautiful dance, instead of something wrong that we can fix. So I love to help with that. Um, right, and they can reach you through Facebook. I'll just click on the link, Kathy Keith Thompson, and message her, and they'll be able to reach out you. And then uh, tomorrow on our show at 5 o'clock, we'll have Shane Barnett. He'll be talking about his life and charity point coaching and what he does with self-improvement coaching and his experience. He's, uh, and X a lot of things. We'll share that about him tomorrow. And he's doing some things for the homeless shelters here in Salt Lake City. So remember our show, Ultra Life, which is about business and life. Yeah. See you later. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>